0: Yo, yo, yo. I am Virgo Vaughn. This is the Virgo Show. It could have been any place in the world. And I'm so so glad you decided to pull up on me. And I appreciate you greatly. I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners. Because without you, I would be nothing. All my United States listeners, all my international listeners, all my listeners from India, pick up you guy, you know, I appreciate you. Singapore, United Kingdom, Germany. Yeah, we oh, was rolling last month. Well, the last couple of weeks, we got Spain, South Africa, Australia, Canada, Costa Rica, New Zealand, hook them back, Sweden, just to name a few. but We ain't gonna leave out the United States. All my American listeners, I'm calling y'all out. Florida, y'all see me, cause I guess that's where I'm at. California, I appreciate y'all. Y'all be giving, giving me a little life. But Virginia, you pulling up. I see you, Virginia. My Jersey folk, my PA folk, my ATL people. Shout out to everybody. The Virgo Show, episode 93. We on our way. We doing our thing. International. Either way, I am Virgo Vine. Now that we got the formalities out the way, you know, like church, you gotta have your announcements. Had your announcements? Uh, How's your mental health? How you feeling? That kind of thing matters to me. Mental health is real. I just recently started getting some... uh, Help with my mental health. Everybody's struggling and suffering with something. I make a change to make a change. But, anywho, to the topic of what I brought y'all here for. Episode 93 is coming. It's going to be live, it's going to be 421. I have guests. Hopefully, they show up, you know, black people. They can't help themselves. Um, They they just can't help themselves, Shout out to everybody, you know, who be trying their best. I don't know how much best it be, but you know, shout out to everybody who be trying their best. But I got guests coming up on the twenty first of April. That should be a hundredth episode. Let's see if it works out. But I got a backup guest, too, because I know black people. I got forward guests, backup guests, extra guests. I'm not playing. I got call up guests. It's going to be lit. It's definitely going to be lit. But I made y'all some promises, and I'm trying to do better with my promises. A um, couple episodes, I made some promises about the Murdoff case. You know, Big Al. Big Al Murdoff. Can't nobody do shit with him. Um He'd been doing whatever he wanted to do, and there's nothing nobody could do about it. So I had promised y'all we was gonna come back to that in a couple episodes ago. Um, Al Murdoff and his family, the ones you've seen on Netflix and all that good stuff. They was using their money and they was spreading it around and doing whatever they wanted to do, and there was nothing nobody could do about it because they was in charge. It's that good old boy system. I told y'all. Even though when I put the timeline in order, I started with Stephen Smith. Now, if you watch Netflix, you would have saw that Stephen Smith didn't start the timeline. Netflix started with the girl who was missing. I forgot the girl' name. Don't matter right now. Not not to say that she doesn't man. I just can't remember her name because she's not important in this story right here. And I mentioned, and we're just gonna get back to Stephen. And they're gonna get they're, they're getting back to Stephen because I guess because now it's like, oh shit. It took Netflix to show it. So shit, maybe they wasn't, but they said it was. So yeah, they pulling Steven up. They digging him up. They about to figure out what the hell really happened. It's like I say, the only person who was left was Busta. And they going to fix Busta's ass too. But um, But I also said that this case reminded me of a time that I was a juror. I was a juror once upon a time. It brought me back to it. It's like, okay, it's time to tell that story. I've been waiting to tell this story. I actually forgot about the shit. It was back when I was a state employee. You get the jury duty notice. What happens when you get a jury duty notice? What you do? You be trying to weasel out of that shit. Don't nobody want to be no juror. They be trying to weasel themselves out of being a juror. And I did the exact opposite. I did not weasel myself out of being a juror. I did the exact opposite. I know when you got certain jobs, you can't that'll hurt like to miss work certain jobs. It'll hurt to miss work. Like if you work at McDonald's, no disrespect. But if you work at McDonald's, you can't afford to be on no jury for no two damn weeks because you ain't getting paid but the five or ten or what the fuck, what they paying people now? I don't know. But I was trying to get on this jury because I I didn't work at McDonald's. I worked at the kind of job that was going to pay you, even though you was on the jury, because you're a state employee. Certain jobs will pay you. I was telling this story to one of my coworkers. We was cracking jokes about it. And he was like, shit, I be trying to duck jury duty. I was like, nigga, this job will pay you. Look into your app. You see that if you got jury duty, you will get paid. So if you see jury duty, don't duck it. But this the hood so this jacksonville i mean you don't want to be no no juror here you might get shot speaking of which i was a juror shit let me pull up this case i had to pull it up all right so once upon a time a while ago back in 2009 somebody by the name of byron lockett he was killed outside of club marlowe's in Urbanton this is true he was killed outside of club marlowe's in Irvington. On trial was a man named Alquan White. They say that he two shots was two bullets was fired into Byron Lockett outside of the Urbanton nightclub on October six, two thousand and nine, gravely wounded the forty two year old man of five. But Lockett, lay on the ground, unarmed, defenseless, and dying, and the defendant had made a calculated and deliberated decision to go back over him and point the gun directly to his head and fire point, fire point blank range. Essex County prosecutor Lynn Basario said white sentences today in New York, in Newark, Newark, New Jersey. Okay, so I was a Law and Order watcher at the time. Oh my God, I love Law and Order. Shout out to Olivia Benson. Like, she's like the hero. I love Law and Order. I've been watching Law and Order since Lenny Grisco was on there. Lenny did not give eight. He said whatever he wanted to say, like, "Oh God, I've been watching Law Order forever, SVU, CI, all that shit." Well, CI, I didn't like, I didn't like that guy. I didn't like him. Anywho, so I was an SUV watcher. I loved Law and Order. I love, I love true crime, all that shit. Um, so, and my job was pissing me off too. So the thought of, uh, the thought of being on jury duty, sounded like a much better idea than working. And I knew I was gonna get paid, so I was determined to get picked up. So they in there, and they, they, they—I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm just in the jury downstairs, and they take you upstairs, whatever the case may be. So I'm listening, and people was running in and out of this place. It's like in and out, like you walking in, they coming out. It's in and out. You'd have thought it was 7-Eleven the way this, this, this courthouse is in and out. So they, they pull the juror up. They ask you a question. They don't like your answer. Next. Ask you a question. They don't like to answer next. I'm sitting there like shit. I'm trying to get on this story. They ain't like they they was just dismissing people. Now me, you know, you know what I look like, right? You 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 know who I am. You know you know which crew I'm with. I know you see my you see all my true colors shining through. I am Virgil Vine and um, yeah, Siobhan. So anyway so they looked at me and um they asked me if i know where Marlo's is shit i do i actually everybody knows where marlowe's is marlowe's is on the corner of lie Ly- not lyons avenue and what would be ball street and claremont because the two of them coincide with each other anyway i lived on ball street used to live on ball street like directly across the street from readers and shit if you're from irvington new jersey you know what the hell i'm talking about anyway um It was directly across the street. That was like my second or third apartment. Anyway, um, they asked me if I know where that place was. No, I don't. I lived in Bloomfield at the time. So people who live in Bloomfield don't hang out in Marlowe's. I moved up to the suburbs. Yes, moved on up like George and Wheezy. Anyway, people who live in Bloomfield, they they don't hang out at Marlowe's. Not not really. They do, obviously, because I knew where it was. Anyway, they picked me up. They took me. That was juror number 14, congratulations. You managed to weasel your ass on the jury only because you didn't want to go to work. Congratulations, I got on the jury. So <laughs> juror number 14, now we all know jury only need 12 decisions. Huh? It was juror, I was juror number 14 Anyway, I got on the jury. I assume it was a nice, colorful jewelry. It was colorful. We had white men, Chinese men, Puerto Rican men, black woman, black man, uh, old ones, young ones. We had different denominations of employment. Uh, we had state workers, fire uh, firemen. We had a special ed teacher. We had a gym teacher. Well, the gym teacher was funny. He just kept showing up in shorts. And I don't know if you know, you can't come to court in shorts. The gym teacher just kept showing up in shorts. The judge just kept going off on him. His name was Judge Raven. I looked him up after the fact. He was the illest judge in New York. He gave no fucks. He, he he had like this this squeaky kind of voice. It was just like, and like when he yelled it. Eesh. Either way, if, if you've been to Essex County Court, you know what I'm talking about. Judge Raven. <laughs> anyway so where the hell was i at with this story anyway this judge is off the chain so i got on the court i got on the jury and i'm watching it and i'm and this is i'm fucking stoked i don't know how nobody else feels everybody else is in there like pissed like shit i gotta be here they kept looking at their watch they kept looking at their phone I was stoked. I was just happy. to. I was happier to be here than a kid on Christmas Eve waiting for his gifts to open up. I was so damn happy to be there. Um, yeah, I wasn't worried. Chilling. The court didn't start till I, I, I was a 7 to 3.30 worker. Court didn't start till 9, which was great. That mean, I got to lay in bed a little bit later. It was a little annoying because we were struggling to get through the court. To the court because everything in Newark starts at nine, so it was constant struggle. Every day we had to be late. I was gangster. I, I I spoke up for us every day. We was late. Nobody showed up one time because the traffic. Because everything that we talking about the county seat, Newark, New Jersey. So everything in 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 Newark, New Jersey starts at nine o'clock. So traffic it was murder. Every day we couldn't start till all of the jurors came, so every day we started 9, 945, 45, 9, 20, all kinds of strange hours. I had spoke up for the jurors because we was late every day, and the shit was annoying because every day, every day, it was a 12-day 12, 12 trial. Every day, we would sit there and wait for the next person to come, and we would just sit there like, and while we're sitting there, everybody's bitching about traffic, like, this traffic sucks. They're stuck in traffic. I miss traffic. I, you know, everybody's talking about the traffic, and you come to realize that, damn, uh, yeah. So this traffic sucks. And the reason why we was all stuck up in the traffic is because it's just, it's just traffic. So I told them I was like, listen, I'm gonna speak up for us. We're gonna, we're gonna get us this delayed time. I was gangster. I asked the judge. I was like, excuse. me. He was like, if anybody have anything else to say, then then speak up. I raised my hand. He was looking at me like, you got something to say? I said, yes. And I told him, like, look, I'm going to speak up. Y'all say something. So he said, you got something to say? I said, yes. So when I did speak, he said, what you got to say? And I let him know that, hey, you know, this is a little inconvenient for us. So we struggling. He said, anybody else feel that way? I didn't look left or right. I just assume everybody put their hands up because we didn't have to be to work to 10 o'clock. So we did have to be to court to 10 o'clock. They changed the court time because I said something. They changed the court time to 10 o'clock. We were struggling. Why the hell we got to struggle to help? Like, we trying to help here. Why, why are we struggling? You know what I'm saying? That was just my point. Like, why are we struggling? Let's skip all that. Let's get to the court. This was my first time being a juror. So... I felt like the young man needed a chance. I felt like we should listen to. We deserve, he deserves for us to listen to what all was said about him. He deserves for us to go over the case as many times as necessary. We listened to the case. There was witnesses. We had this one witness can't recall a man's name but i do remember the situation they asked him they brought him up there and they asked him so what do you recall about the night of the murder he was the security guard at marlowe's he was outside because the murder took place outside we watched the cz video footage we asked him they asked him what do he recall prosecutor asked him what do you recall about that night all of a sudden, bro couldn't remember anything. He didn't recall anything from the night. He didn't recall seeing anything, knowing anything, nothing. And don't get me wrong. I know for a fact, in a lot of places, snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches in a lot of places. I'm from New York. We ain't seen shit. So when they asked him what he saw, he didn't see anything in court. He didn't recall anything. He didn't see anything. Well, it's a good thing that they recorded in those video in those in interviews. Lord, it was first 48. They played that video. My man uh was sitting there with food, and I ain't gotta tell you the rest of the story. Like he literally was, he he told everything he saw to the police that night. But when he got to court, he didn't recall. He, he did not recall. He he just suddenly had amnesia. It could be the fact that it's the hood. It could be the fact that the courtroom was full of the hood. It could be the fact that now you a snitch. It could be. But either way, my buddy did not recall anything now. Imagine. Anywho. I remember going back to the jewelry room and the older lady going, the older white woman going, I don't understand. Wouldn't you want justice for the person who was killed? How come he doesn't recall anything? He clearly saw it. He's lying. Like You saw the video. He's clearly lying. This is the jury lady. And I said, and they was all going back and forth. And I just quietly sat there and watched them go back and forth. Like I said, it was people from all kinds of denominations, different jobs, different genres, different ages, different, just different, just a colorful collection of people. So these colorful collection of people, they must come from the bright side of town. Um, They was like, I don't get it. And I just raised my hands like, can I say something for a minute? snitching ain't cool in the hood That i should get your mama house shot up it'll get you fucked up you ain't see nothing like i said i'm from new york we ain't seen nothing who me No, no 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 i ain't see nothing anyway um he didn't see nothing in court can't be snitching in the hood i guess this whole court thing was hilarious not hilarious because somebody lost their life but the whole game was alquan took the gun out of the left hand side pocket slid it to his right hand and was shooting the person in the video that we later discovered was alquan the person in the courthouse i mean the evidence all said it was him off top everything all of the evidence the witnesses the evidence the videos everything said it was him you can see it's him clearly he had on something according to the video it was light colored creamish whitish it was a plaidish shirt i can't tell you know night vision it could have been blue but either way the shirt and his pants were the same color. He had planned something going on. It looked spit like him. Spit like him. So their defense was it couldn't have been him because he is left-handed. Imagine. That's your defense? You left-handed? Burl went through the trouble of writing and taking notes, I guess, to administer his left hand to to feed this defense that he was left-handed. When I went back in order to tell this story, I had to go back and read what was written because the whole time I was the jury there, I had no idea who and how big this case really was. All I know was I didn't want to go to work and sitting in this joint, I ain't had to be here until 10 o'clock. I had just bought me a PlayStation 3, that was that old play games all day. In the morning, I had to be there till 10. A lot of times we be out by two. Got a full day's pay. Try to get you some jury duty. Unless you work at McDonald's or somewhere that ain't paying you. Try to get you some jury duty. I did not have no idea who we was dealing with. They told us we couldn't look it up. And told us, don't you dare try that shit, because we will know. So, I had no idea who I was dealing with. And when I was reading the case after, after the fact. Like, damn. This was Buddy's, like, third trial. Like, if he ain't make it this time, he wasn't going to make it. Like, they done mistrialed him a few times. Like, he just keep coming up with new stories. Anyway, fast forward to the good part. Towards the end. We getting to the end and everybody talking about what it is and what it ain't. We getting to the point where we getting closer to the verdict. You know what I'm saying? We getting closer to the verdict and feelings is high. Tensions is high. Tensions is high in the courtroom. You can see that this is a hood nigga. And the hood is in the courtroom. Like, for real. One of the jurors told me she lived across the street. The shit was real. I don't live around here. I don't know these people. But people was knowing people, I guess. When it got towards the end, tensions was high in the courtroom. When you read back of the the news clip, the news clip said that He threw a cup of water at the juror. I'm looking at it like that. Is that correct? He did not throw a cup. he threw the bottle. He sure did towards the end. When they was finishing their closing statements. And I don't know if one of the jurors made a face or something. But bro shouted out, this is my life y'all dealing with. And tossed. A bottle of whatever kind of water it was, I want to say Poland Springs, across the courtroom and hit the jurors. There was water everywhere. I was in the back, 14 in the back, right hand corner. But those in the front, jurors one through seven, maybe eight and 10, they got caught with water. <clears throat> they rushed those jurors out of the courtroom. Put us in the jury room, cleared the room, cleared the cleared the courtroom, then brought the jurors back out by ourselves. And they asked us if that they told us not to say a word. Put us in that room. Shut up. Don't say a word. Let us all come back out and they asked us one at a time if that fiasco would affect us. And we said no. When we went back in that juror's room, it was quiet for a minute. The judge said, Y'all, they, they said, Y'all can speak now. We looked left and right. Everybody says, Shit. Did he use his right hand? Did he use his right hand and throw some water at us? I thought he was left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it said, all right, let's take a quick tally. Real quick, let's just see where everybody's at with this case. So, um everybody wrote something on the piece of paper and passed it forward. Eleven guilties and one not guilty. The one not guilty. They was ready to throw his son under the under the bus. ASAP. He was about to hit the bus. No. No. we not throwing Al Kwan up underneath the bus ASAP. No. No, 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 no. We're going to look at all this evidence. We're going to give my man a fighting chance they was they was inching this 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 video the the cvtv the close the video from outside they were showing us two seconds here three seconds there five seconds there three there five showing us what they wanted to show us i made them pull that tape back i made them pull a whole tape and we watched the whole shit. i was so sorry that tape was 20 minutes We got to listen to conversations, telephone of stupid shit. But no, we're going to give him a fighting chance. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. We are going to give him a fighting chance. We all uh, went back and forth. and Somebody said, well, who the fuck put not guilty? (laughs) They said, no, 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 don't do that. They said, well, since it's one of them, and 11 of us, instead of, we need to convince that one person that this person is guilty. His defense is he's left-handed, and clearly he's not. Duh. Look at the tapes. Look at the evidence. I tried for Alquan. It was more of them than it was of me. And the evidence did not show that it wasn't him. It looked more like it was him than it wasn't. And then that stupid ass stunt he pulled at the end made it worse. They say it took the jury a day and a half to deliberate. That is all because of me. Because I ain't want my black man, my brother man, to just go down like that. It looked like it was him, though, but I'm just saying. Just give my bro a chance. Just give him a chance. I mean... It's in my life. They're actually going to jail. So, yeah. And then one of the jurors asked to talk to the judge, talk about something. Yeah, um, could we talk to you? And the judge said You can't talk to us separately. He have to talk to us in front of everybody. So these people, this one the old lady, she comes out and tells the judge, we, we're we afraid of what's going to happen after we give the verdict. I'm like, but you just told him we about to tell him the man's guilty. <laughs> Yo, it was upset in the courtroom. <laughs> Yo, he told him, don't you worry. We we gonna make sure that you good. Nothing's gonna happen. Are you crazy? This is the courthouse. So I'm like, oh my god, we gonna die. <laughs> what the hell? Why would you say that? Who says that? Like, hey, we about to be hey, you may get some security. <laughs> oh my god so when we finally came out and they made everybody read like everybody like the first person said the the madams or whoever the speak up person he spoke up and then they asked if everybody is unanimous it was like yeah he made everybody say you 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 like each person said guilty guilty get like he was petty it didn't just go okay. We all said they petty. No, he asked everybody, do you say he guilty? Do you say petty as fuck? So anyway, um, yeah. It was <laughs> when we came out and said the man was guilty. It, when we looked, when we came back out. It was so many police in that in that. It was police, it was detectives, it was deep in the bitch in there. It was a bunch of people. I'm just looking like, oh shit. she said she was scared. They filled that courtroom, with with, it must have been like every cop in Newark, they filled that place, it was uh, everybody. After they said guilty, they put us in the jury's room, they made us stay in there for a few minutes, and the next thing you know, another door opened, not the one we came in, a back door, let us out through the back we was escorted <laughs> we had to be police escorted out to the back my stupid ass a bus rider i lived in bloomfield i took the bus i took the 34 bus i promise you the bus stop right in front of my house It stopped right in front of the courthouse i was good to go this is why i love this show i had to be 10 o'clock i was off by two back home playing my playstation mm. Yo, somebody had to he made the police made one of the jurors put me in the car with them and drive them, drive me to a safer bus stop. It was crazy. I didn't know what the hell. So I went home and turned on the news because it's over now. Now I could look. No, I didn't look that day. Not that day. They told us to come back the next day. We like, come back. For what? Are you crazy? It's a circus outside. Come back, nigga. One of the ladies ain't come back. The one I said lit across the street. Yeah, she ain't come back. But she decided she was good. Like I said, it was 14 or so. They picked. Everybody had to listen. And they pick which numbers count. Mine's counted from the beginning. They picked me. They picked two numbers that didn't count. I was one of the counters, but the next day, since she was going, Oh, she was like, See, this is exactly why we have 14 jurors. We still got enough. So the next day, the, the, the story was an extra charge. It was a it was a felon. It was a, it was a charge like felons ain't supposed to have guns. So he had to be convicted of the crime because he was a felon before. So they had to definitely convict him and then add the felon got a gun offense whatever the hell that equates to it was extra 10 years or some shit they was adding just on top of that whatever he got so this was a separate case so we had to decide if he had a gun and my stupid ass and they're like what kind of case is this what what is this he was guilty yesterday yesterday he clearly killed the person we decided that yesterday so now we got to decide if he had a gun what okay whatever this was a no-brainer like the guy looked around and was like, "Is do we really have to think about this? I mean, are we good here? I'm done with this. And we looked around and was like, he was guilty yesterday. He clearly had a gun yesterday. So, yeah. And we was out. Again, back through the damn news again. Fiascos. And the funny thing was, this is like the first time I was even able to tell this story, because it was crazy. I had forgot about it, because you, you couldn't tell about it then. Not like the Murdoch boys, they, they, they jurors went on the news. I wish I would have had those of opportunities. I would have liked that 15 minutes worth of time. Well, here it is. That case happened in... That, that was 2011. Yeah. So my advice to you is first off if you get picked for jury duty and just fi- first off just find out if your job even pays for jewelry just ask because if they if if they would pay you for jury duty then definitely you want to get it get a chance to give somebody a fair case i mean like don't get me wrong i was just ducking work i really was but i was intrigued by the opportunity to get down into the middle not just watch law or to be a part of it Give my guy a fair chance. I mean, don't get me wrong. The evidence was against him. But I at least gave people I made them think about it. He not just guilty. They got to look and see. And after watching 20 minutes of that damn video he was looking kind of guilty. That's what the evidence showed. I ain't saying that the man did it but the evidence was compelling against him. I did give him a fair shot. I did try for the brother man. Jury duty. It's an interesting situation. That was my first true crime uh, podcast. It might be the most interesting one I came up with. I'm not just talking about people and shit, and actual news actual true crime Virgo show I am Virgo Vaughn episode 93 could have been any place in the world and I'm glad you decided to pull up on me this might be the greatest one I ever wrote I appreciate you unless you like the beats that's a Black Panther beats production my homeboy Lord Blade shout out to him you can find him on BandLab. Give him a shot, you know. Click on it. He got, like, albums. Any kind of little smooth grooves you hear, that's him. Support the homie. I am Virgo Vine. I appreciate you for supporting me. The homie.